everyone. Welcome to this short video where I'm going to talk today about one of the different ideas that comes through my work, and that is thinking about the shadow. So shadow was a term that was really just um, known to people who worked in clinical services, either as a therapist, as a clinical psychologist, um, or worked in services like the NHS. And it's a psychological theory that helps us think about the aspects of ourselves that are out of our awareness. A lot of people are kind of purposely driven now uh, to do some of these things that otherwise we might only talk about in therapy with a trained therapist or clinician. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is that sometimes it can be quite difficult to turn those psychological concepts into something that we can do on a day-to-day -day basis without some help from somebody outside who kind of knows the, the, the things and the nuances within what we discuss that helps us move our thinking towards a particular focus. So in terms of shadow work, one of the clearest indicators of this something that you might need to focus on, work on and see what resonance that has for you and why is in your day-to-day -day interactions. So when family members or work colleagues or stress at work, anything like that actually starts um, to uh, influence you in a particular way. So sometimes we can have reactions and responses uh, to external situations that activate an internal uh, experience or emotion. But our lives are so busy day to day that we don't necessarily work out um, because we haven't got that time to reflect and we don't always know the best approach to try is how to unpack that and make sense of some of those experiences. So um, one of the things that you can do is when you've got some time and you... Um, you know, get yourself a journal if you're not using one already and consider the experience that you've had with that person, with that, with the job or in the daytime where you felt angry, upset, um, misunderstood, shame, guilt, any of those emotions. And what you can do is sit down with your journal and think about, you know, was it a slight feeling that you caught a little bit of discontent? Or did you actually feel triggered? And when we use the word trigger in a psychological sense, we're talking about something that can really bring up very strong, evoke very strong, uh, difficult feelings to manage. Um, so that's the first sort of component is start to use mindful techniques to consider what your experience was in the process of your day at the weekend, friends, um, any of those things, because any of those interactions um, in any context with any person um, or even with yourself when you're thinking about particular things can stimulate um, past memories, ideas um, or experiences that maybe you've not processed yet. So one of the benefits of sort of understanding on a mindful basis, on a day-to-day -day basis, what is that actually happening to us? is we can start to figure out where do I feel okay? Where do things feel like they're working out okay? And where is it that I get tripped up from time to time? So I got, you know, angry in the car. What was it about that? And when you drive underneath that, it may be that the beliefs or ideas you have about the way that people drive um, is something that can just, you know, spark you off and make you feel quite annoyed. 
Or it could be that there's a particular sibling in the family that you've never really got on well with. So there's a level of anxiety or uncertainty about how that interaction's going to go, especially if you've not seen them for a while. You know, and one of the most common times that those things can happen, you know, a Christmas, Easter, big holidays throughout the year when we've got, we're much more likely to make the effort to come into contact with all sorts of family members we might not see throughout the rest of the year. So... You start off with your pen and journal what the feeling was, what the thoughts were that were behind it. And then also, is there a particular belief attached to that? And it's a way of using the sort of CBT program in terms of what was the thought, what was the feeling, and then what was the activating experience and behavior as a result. And that can start to give you some clues, especially if you journal Um every day or every other day when you start to have these experiences and it can be an indicator that there is some past hurt or trauma that you have previously oppressed or shut down because that's what we do we all have coping mechanisms uh, that help us function in day-to-day life and the reason for that is if we if we get flooded with too much information that's when we can start to feel overwhelmed And we can feel overwhelmed because we really do have a stressful job and lots of things going on in our life. And we then need to put mechanisms in place to manage that particular challenging period or overwhelm at that time. And lots of the uh, tools that I talk about and teach on the coaching and wellbeing programme are the things that people can deploy on a day-to-day basis. And lots of tools that I've um, also used in my day-to-day life. So going back to the shadow, um, the other thing to know about the shadow is really it's often about things that are outside of our conscious awareness. Some people say in our subconscious, in our below the surface of our awareness, but usually it's things that are outside of our awareness. But we can also have things in there, uh, in our shadow, in the contents, uh, in, in that realm that are to do with good experiences, are to do with things that we've hidden because we're ashamed of or we don't want to tell our family in case they find out that we enjoy doing a particular activity and we, you know, and it can be ridiculed or we've been shamed for that. It can be that we have lived with parents who are depressive or there was alcohol issues, uh, mental health issues in the family. So we get to suppress sometimes our natural, joyous freedom loving independent spirited child and become more adapted to the circumstances and again it's a survival technique it's something that helps us uh, to navigate life until we feel safe enough until we've got the time and we're not in overwhelm we're not in transition that we can sit down and actually start to think about these things so if you are reflecting on anything that's causing you some difficulty at the moment um, whether that's emotional, whether it's thought processes, then get your journal out and start to log that. And if you log that over time, you might start to notice there are particular patterns when you interact with a certain type of person or a certain family member or a work colleague. And you can have a look at what the deeper experiences and feelings are that are underlying that. So the shadow isn't anything to be afraid of, but I recently had a conversation with somebody who said, they wanting to purposely do shadow work. And I think the tricky bit with that is we don't always know what we don't know what's in our unconscious. Um, but we need to feel safe and grounded 
to allow ourselves to sit down and experience any of the thoughts, ideas and feelings that are coming to us. And sometimes that's where it does help to go and see a therapist. And therapists, rather than coaches, should be trained to help us really go in deep and express what's coming up for us in any given moment so that we can get some understanding of that. And if we do feel any deeper emotions of, you know, we want to cry or we feel rage or very strong emotions, we need to learn some breathing techniques and practice so that those emotions, when they come up and they flood the system, we can breathe through that and allow those emotions um, and those experiences to pass on through. And it's a similar similar sort of uh, experience for trauma. And I've had PTSD after a, a couple of events, but the worst one was after a car accident I had in 2019, where I was having nightmares and waking up gasping and highly anxious about travelling about on any form of public transport as well as getting in taxis um, because I didn't, I didn't drive for a while after that. So uh, in the sense of PTSD, sometimes just breathing through those experiences um, isn't enough. Sometimes we need to deploy other tactics like EFT, emotional freedom technique, the rewind theory that comes from NLP and the human givens and some deeper process work. And this is where yoga in particular, yin yoga, can help uh, people to process any of those deep emotions so after my accident, I deployed relaxation techniques, breath work, so that I could breathe through any anxieties that were increasing when I uh, knew I had to get out and about because uh, I was traveling about 18 miles on the train to uh, work. So I could feel my system going into its stress response. But that's a whole different podcast. I'm talking about some of the things that you can do day to day to uh, write down your experiences. I'm going to be running a workshop to have a look at how we utilize journaling and how we can use some of these concepts that come from psychotherapy, clinical psychology and positive psychology to help us in day-to-day, but also not get trapped in the idea that we we have to keep working on our self-development because we also need to have fun and joy and new experiences that we can also write about. I'll be sending details of those workshops across to anyone who signed up to my meetup groups, um, my emails and my WhatsApp group. But hopefully this is helpful. Leave me some feedback and let me know. Thank you.